Cool, Jake Uger, Ben Mangos, Wozniak Lombre with you guys. Uh, fun show ahead for you guys. I think I have found the top government program in the country. So I'm sure is to uh, you know uh, Democrats will be excited about that and uh, looking forward to that. I love. I hope that they're uh, overstaff. Over what is budget. it? The DOD. I hope, I hope they're wasting their money <laughs> on stuff. That's yeah, what, that's yeah. what we're into. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know what they should do? Like hire some people like a couple levels below the the boss, but who are still in charge of a lot of people. Some managers in the middle. I think that's usually yeah, that's, that's a good the key idea. to success. Yeah. Uh, Waz, what are you rooting for in this uh, effective government program? Oh, I, I thought you said you found a government program that's really good. I assumed you were talking about DOD or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. No, I did find one. I did find one. It, shockingly enough, it was not at the Department of Defense. So, uh, wow. But, yeah, but that was a, that was a solid guess on both of your parts. Okay. So, uh, so we're gonna get to that. Uh, should ties be banned? Maybe a bit strong, but we'll get back to that. Um, and uh, are you on the winning side if your slogan is the struggle continues? Okay, so these are among the topics we might get to on old school. Well, can I start with a different one? Uh, I have a different one as well. But before you start with anything, Ben, yeah. oh. good news for everyone. Our sponsors at shoptyt.com have boarded up the shop and they've <laughs> packed it in. <laughs> Finally. God, you guys are awful at guessing. Okay, no, they have a new feminist collection, which I'm sure was your second guess, Ben. <laughs> but not only that, normally we plug these things on like, old school because like they're our sponsor. Um, I mean, I, 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 what kind of a parent am I? My daughter's not even 10 years old, and I was like, ooh, that one on the right. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of people do feel that way. That's why we sell them. That's why people buy them. Yeah. Uh, but we actually have something actionable today. If you use the discount code Feminist AF, and uh, you don't really have to use your imagination because I think it's on the sweatshirts. Um, anyway, use the discount code uh, Feminist AF tonight. It's an exclusive offer. Go nuts, and you'll be able to get. Uh, a discount. So you don't even know what the discount is, do you? No, of course not. Yeah. No, I have no idea. It's uh, anywhere from five uh, percent, which sounds way too low. Five percent to fifty percent, which sounds even, way too high. If it's five percent, you really shouldn't even. No, you yeah, shouldn't. You got to. It's no. ten. Yeah. All right. You know what? I, I don't know. We'll guess, and then we'll. Uh, Alyssa will find for us what the real answer is. I'm going to guess that it's a fifteen percent. I was going to guess twenty percent. Twenty percent. What do you say? There's only one night. Yeah. Was what? Do you, what's your guess as to our discount? Oh, on Women's History it's, it's Month for a Feminist AF collection. It's definitely more than 20% because that's just that's just one fifth. So I'm I'm gonna go with a third, 33% oh, off. Oh, you're crazy. We're not that generous. Yeah, no way. The women's the women's <laughs> collection. You know who ruined discounts is Bed Bath and Beyond. Like they <laughs> set the if you know you gotta hit 20%. Yeah. yeah, well that's why they're broke. Okay. Yeah. They, they they bankrupted themselves. Are they broke? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I thought there isn't every store broke. Every no. time I went in there, I was like, "What's the difference? Is there a difference between Bed Bath and Beyond and Bath and Body Works?" Oh, I yeah, always yeah, get yeah. those. Ba stores Bath and confused. Body Works is just lotion, near as I can tell, like lotion and soap stuff you pump. <laughs> it's a soul stuff you pump. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. For eight hundred, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Bath and Body Works. Everything at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> but Bed Bath and but, but Bed Bath and Beyond is literally like everything. Like uh -huh. giant fans, air conditioning units, towels. I mean, everything you could possibly imagine. You see, it's kind of like it's uh, you got stuff for beds and baths and everything beyond. Yeah, but that's what they did. They went nuts. At some point it occurred, it occurred to them like, 
We can do anything. We got beyond in the name. It doesn't matter. We sell peanut butter. Makes no difference. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask, are they selling tuna hoagies? No, but they have like, they, there's, but there's like, there's a fairly significant snack section there also. Really? Yeah. Maybe they're trying to get in on the IKEA game of the Swedish meatballs. So, and and if they, by the way, if they are broke, which we have no idea if they are, it's probably a private equity group that did it, and not actually what you think, which is, oh right. my not, God, not retail stores right, are right. being driven out of business by the internet. No, they're being driven out of so uh, business by Mitt Romney's friends, right, right, Mitt Romney's allies. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get to anything else, I've got to do this. Uh, it's Ben's birthday in a couple of days. Okay, I have, I have, that's awesome. Hat, I have it. I know you already told me. But I had already bought it, and so <laughs> awesome. uh, I'm, I'm giving it to you anyway. I'm gonna okay. take it. No, that's great. Uh, okay, because my, my wife also loves the uh, this is a quality hat. It's a high quality hat. So uh, Ben and I had this conversation on a previous old school. I got this. Should cool I leave the hat. sticker on? Like I'm 15. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, in fact, we could ask Waz. Waz will know. Uh, but. Um, I, I had gotten this cool hat from Wyoming, and I thought about getting uh, the same hat for Ben because I knew he'd like it, and I didn't. Uh, and he's like, well, who cares if we have the same hat? So I got this Padres hat that I uh, I loved, and I thought for sure Ben would like. It turns out I'm right because he'd already bought it yeah, earlier. I like right? it so much I bought. Yeah, so uh, I'm giving it to him. First question uh, was before we get to whether he should leave the tag on, um, is it uh, acceptable? Or positive or unacceptable to get another man a gift, a friend, and when we're grown up, it 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 depends. It depends on the occasion. Um, I think, especially in a town like Los Angeles, where there are a lot of favor trading, meaning like you know, I might work in the music business, and you might work in you know, hotel and hospitality. So, you know, you might get me a room rate that's incredible one day and I might be able to get you, you know, Springsteen tickets, uh, Jank. I feel like that's when gift giving is appropriate. It's it's sort of part of the the fabric of the relationship. Now, your actual friends, unless it's a group getting one of the friends a gift, I don't think dudes should one on one <laughs> be buying gifts for each other. I think like at a bachelor party, it's appropriate to. It's a great know, bachelor party maybe, gift, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe as like as a joke, get your buddy a, a like sex toy or something, or you know, like something stupid and male bonding e. But the, for for dudes that are friends to just be like. I just bought you a sweater vest. That I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, look, questions were asked, questions were answered. That's right. That's okay, right, yeah. and so I hear you. And and Ben and I have gotten each other a couple of gifts over yeah. twenty years, and and I we've had this conversation a couple of times in old school. Is it awkward? Does it make sense? Acceptable? Unacceptable? Positive? Maybe it's great, right? But I must say that more than the gifts that I've gotten you uh, is that uh, like. I've said, I think eight or nine times, I've seen something. And I was like, Jack would laugh at that. Or, <laughs> or worse, oh, Jack would look good in that. I think he'd wear it too. I think, yeah. That you, yeah. I think you might have beaten my wife by about six times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but uh, he does look good in it. 
Let's be honest, and it does match the jacket. Yeah, that's uh, right. So I kind of nailed it. And and the, when the Padres went back, I'm not a. I mean, I I I, I enjoy the Padres. Uh -huh. um, I'm not a diehard Padre fan, but uh, but when they went back to these colors, I just instantly wanted the hat again. Yeah, right, right? I mean, totally they, like yeah. the Brewers hat. Nothing cooler than the yeah. old school Brewers hat. And let's now note that Waz is wearing a pretty cool Mets hat, which is near impossible because I hate the Mets. Uh, <laughs> but but that's a cool Mets hat. Yeah, I couldn't wear Thank that you. hat. Thank you. I bought it. I don't even know who makes this hat. So a friend of mine sent me the link on Instagram. It is one of the few Instagram brands mm. that I've ever purchased anything from before. So whoever that brand is out there, you made a great hat. I don't know if this is officially licensed by the team or not, <laughs> but I do like the hat. And thank you for the compliment. I think that uh, Waz and I uh, represent, uh, I think uh, the difference in generations and races that should be celebrated in the manner in which we wear our hats. Like oh, there's no, yeah, 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 like, it is. Like, like instantly, I mean, the first thing I did was do this. Right, which is well. I bend mine a little. You do bend yours a little. Not you're, the no, you're not right. You're not flat. flat. But I, I, yeah, no, but I can't. I can't in good conscience just completely no, do that. I, no, I, no, no, no. I no, think no. the only black guy I can remember doing that is like Darius Rucker did that. Hootie. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That was a long Hootie. time. Yeah, he, just he, a Hootie. He definitely did that to to his head. Yeah. but it's definitely Legend. like I didn't know until I think Haas Haas might have said. Uh, like that's the dad way of wearing a hat. And I was like, oh, all right, well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, um, I'm on the dad camp. Yeah, I'm on the dad I can't camp. wear it flat. I hate it flat, oh, I, hate it I flat. can't stand it no, flat. I see, and I see, and it's, uh, by the no, way, it's you, not- you shouldn't wear it flat. It's mostly, it's, it's really mostly generational because most young, almost every major young major league ball player wears, right, wears his hat totally like this and they all look like idiots, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Freaking um, Kyle Shanahan wears his yeah, hat. Yeah, Kyle like Shanahan, that. And, he uh, looks, and he looks like an idiot. Although he yeah. is an excellent coach, he should have his hat should be he smaller. His hat should be smaller, and he should. Uh, the the best thing of any hat is that young guy in that you can find it on Instagram. You go guy in sun with hat backwards, and it's the guy at a ball game. I, to me, he's in Miami and he's got his hat on this way, right? And he's standing up. I think he's standing at a ball game. And it's a very bright day, and he's got sunglasses on, and he's going like this, right? Because the sun is in his eyes, with his hat on backwards. It's the great, it's my favorite picture. Yeah. Hey, hey, do this. Yeah, that's why it's there. Yeah. That was, I, I believe, the original purpose, uh, which actually kind of could lead us to ties. But hold, because we have two critical answers already this early in the show. Uh, first of all, um, in terms of Bed Bath Beyond, let me read you the New York Times headline that has been sent to me. Staring down bankruptcy, Bad Bath and Beyond says it will sell stock. Hmm. So apparently, yeah. they're, they're not necessarily bankrupt, but they're staring down bankruptcy. Well, they were trying, taking 20% off everything all the time for no reason. Okay, this is again another legitimate, genuine question. Can you say Mexican standoff anymore or not? Like uh, that, sure. that Bed Bath and Beyond and bankruptcy are in a Mexican standoff. No, I guarantee you, you can't. But it just—it's possible that we haven't caught up to it yet. But but, I think, <laughs> but yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. Okay, you're guessing though. Yeah, you got you got to come up with one of the ones that are okay. Like that is a Czechoslovakian standoff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's old school. Right, it's old school. No, the country doesn't exist. Are, are we done? 
Are we done with Indian giving? Oh is, yeah, is oh, that yeah, yeah. No, that we're definitely done. That's with. done. Yeah, yeah, that's done. Yeah. Um, but which Indians were we talking about, by the way? Indigenous, Native American people, yeah. or yeah, East that's, Indian? Guys? No, that's because I mean it's basically because they offered us things and then we uh, killed them. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it, yeah, like yeah, the Indian yeah. giving was classic racist trope. That's right. Which is the exact opposite of what's true, right? So we right. would promise all these things to Native Americans, and then we'd lie, and we just wouldn't exactly. do it at all. We just take it back, right? And then we'd say, "Oh, look at those Indian givers taking things back." Yeah, right. It probably and started. It might have started referencing us, like like we were. Maybe it was what you were. It was a, it was a criticism of what. White men, white settlers had done to Indians, uh -huh. and then it somehow got reversed over generations. No, I think that races are less subtle than that. Probably. They just go, "Oh, whatever we're doing, let's put it on them." Like Mexicans are lazy. Have you ever heard anything more untrue in your life? Right? Uh, Not really. Black, black people just want stuff for free. <laughs> you, just, you took hundreds of years of their labor for free, and then you say black people want stuff for free. Those stereotypes are amazing because they're word for word, the exact opposite. Yeah, I don't know. I have known nothing of where Mexican standoff came from. It clearly has to go. I mean, in this world, I, you know. I, I, I guess. guess but I guess. We do, do we know the reference? But also, but it's, it, it does run contrary to. I mean, here's who doesn't get in standoffs: lazy people. <laughs> right? I mean, they Two lazy just, people got together and they got into no, they a be like, sit off. They'd be like, whatever, do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just staying here. So, so it runs contrary to that negative, stupid trope. So that's good. But I don't know where it, where it came from. All right, we might look into that as well. Maybe one of our members will tell us. Was, but do you know for a fact if Mexican standoff is verboten or we're allowed? And are we allowed to say verboten or is that against the Germans? No, the Germans don't have it. <laughs> no, you can discriminate. Against I, the I, yeah. I need to, I need to know the full the full detail of the origin. If what if it's Mexicans standing their ground in these standoffs? No, I mean it's a standoff. It seems like what it if seems they're like, showing right. metal and, and heart and resolve? Should we get rid of that? I don't I don't know. It's all. It's almost like the the Golden State Warriors, right? Like it's a reference to Native Americans, but it's calling them warriors who we generally think are honorable people in our society. So, you know, I don't know if we should give rid of that. Kansas City Chiefs, eh, I'm a little bit <laughs> more dubious, um, but you know, I guess it depends on the context, of course. Yeah, that's. I was just about to ask about the Chiefs. I don't want to get into a cliche discussion of the sports teams, all that stuff. But I just don't see what's wrong with the Chiefs. Well, I think I think is the Chiefs lost the iconography, the name. I think that. Yeah. Then I then I, I, think, I, then I think you can keep Chiefs without any. It's fine. It's when they do the chop. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm and talking. And the fake Native American chant with it, and it's a stadium <laughs> full of Midwesterners. <laughs> yeah, I think I hear that's you. when it becomes compounded. Right. The name Chiefs seems fine enough. To me, um, yeah, but like, again, I'm not Native American. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, Chief sounds positive, so I just feel like that's the one that's above or below my threshold. Like the Washington team was not positive. subtle, right. right? That was not close. No, right. yeah, that right. was a, that was a, that was a, that was an that was an easier call. But I, th but part of that was the whole business of the usurpation. Of the iconography and the, you know tomahawk helicopters, like you know that we sort of Apache missiles, like we took these names and they we turned it right. into our, we you know we eradicated their culture, 
mm-hmm. both deliberately and carelessly, right? Yeah. And uh, not entirely, thankfully, but then and then embrace the terms for our means of war, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 then like having, as Waz says, fifty thousand people, you know, engaged in a chant seems weird. But I got it. Names, chiefs, the name warriors, those seem like they have become part of the language separate from that, whereas the Washington team name did not in any way. I'm going to tell you the most absurd thing I've ever been proud of. Um, so, and don't judge me for it because I'm telling you it's absurd. Um, so, I'm at the, uh, Gettysburg uh, and we go to the museum there uh, and and it's got all these like interesting facts about the Civil War, about the battle, etc. And uh, and I find out that the rebel yell actually mm-hmm. is right. from oh, the Turks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so it's because right. a bunch of uh, soldiers, I forget if they were Marines or whatever they were, had gone to North Africa to fight uh, the Turks and the Moors and and those group of folks, right? And uh, and they would come in to the battle yelling Allah 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 Allah. It means Allah Allah. And in, and so. They thought that was the scariest thing they'd ever seen or heard, and so when those guys came back and then were engaged in the civil war on the southern side, they did the rebel yell that they got from the Turks in Africa. Okay, (laughs) and so when I read that at the museum, I was like, "Oh, that's so cool." And I'm like, "Wait, is it cool?" Oh, it's cool. Goodness. I mean, first of all, any any sort of history that busts a stereotype is cool, right? So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it, the reason you could argue that it's cool is because you had these at the time. So don't catch feelings, people in the South and Republicans and all that stuff. But at the time, obviously, racist. <laughs> they're trying to uphold slavery, right? You had sure. these racist soldiers, or at least soldiers in cause of a uh, in the uh, cause of racism, yelling a Muslim chant as they went into battle. Yeah, there pretty, is something wonderfully ironic about that. No, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. and they were yelling Allah, 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 without even realizing. I don't know if they knew that they were yelling Allah. Right? I think I think we can safely assume that they didn't know. That they did not know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's unfair. I, I don't need to read up on that. Uh, they didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm, that's it. I'm I've settled the issue in my own mind. No, the fact that the rebels were yelling Allah, Allah, Allah as they went into battle. Is hilarious no, and awesome. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, now, uh, the second mystery. Oh, by the way, apparently, tons of the Bad Bath and Beyond stores have already closed. Mm. So these mysteries are already resolved. Second mystery resolved. Fifteen percent off. I know TYT ain't going to be thirty-three percent. You're crazy, okay? <laughs> so, look, man, you're lucky to get fifteen percent. Go, go now. Shop TYT.com. Use the discount code Feminist AF. You won't get it tomorrow. But like Bed Bath and Beyond's twenty percent off was. I mean, obviously it was just a scam, right? Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they was just they were like, we're just going to charge twenty percent more, and then we'll take it off with a coupon. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've, there's no force on earth, including. All former CEOs of Bed Bath and Beyond swearing up and down that that was not the case. That will get me to believe that that was not the case. Yeah, it's no, it's no chance. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's the most obvious scam in American retail history. I always do the two, the two for one, or or whatever with the candles. I get a lot of emails about the candles, um, and whenever I'm low, I definitely do that. 
two for one from over there. Okay, I gotta say, Edwin just came in with the most hilariously depressing fact. That's why I was like, really? Because <laughs> he said here in the studio, well, Cenk, CEO of Bed Bath and Beyond, oh, yeah. killed himself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so apparently, he's not going to tell me anything. I don't. Okay, but Sheesh. was, was it, Do you know if it was related to the bankruptcy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was related to the bankruptcy. It happened last year. Oh, really? Oh my God, I missed that. Jesus, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. He wow, jumped he jumped. jumped off a building. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay. Okay, maybe <laughs> maybe it was like all those years we told him it was twenty percent off. Well, we just raised it twenty percent. Okay, sorry to the family, etc. Do I have to say that? Do I, or? Well, you know, I I held <laughs> back. I held back on a undeniably funny line. It was just there was no question. Well, you threw. See, that was wiser yeah, to throw yeah, that one back yeah, in. Right, okay. I threw it back in. I thought the times have changed. Was mm -hmm. am I more guilty about enjoying the irony of the rebel yell or making light of the Bed Bath and Beyond CEO situation? I think the suicide is probably. More of a serious situation than um, enjoying the ignorance of Confederate <laughs> soldiers, probably. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I think that, I think that's right too. But it, does it mitigate that he was a corporate CEO? No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, okay. He's, right. he's a human being. CEOs have feelings too. Well, well I should Jake. know. I'm a CEO. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 okay, so. Uh, I denounce and reject myself. We move forward. Uh, okay. Um, first of all, I, I'm going to come in with more comments because uh, folks are educating us. Then I'm going to go to Ben's uh, uh, topic that is off the board, uh, as if other things are on the board here. B. Sue says, Hey, everyone, it's been a hell of a day here, and old school is always the best part of Mondays. LJ Wombology says, As long as we're talking style, with Ben and Waz there, Jenk is easily the worst dressed as a matter of science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's it has been scientifically adjudicated. I am guilty, uh, but not on the things we discussed, just on style. What do you? What's the T-shirt? What, what's your T-shirt? So first of all, the jacket's like the best thing I've ever worn. Let's be honest about it. Uh, but not yet at shoptyt.com. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, I don't know that anyone's gonna be like amazed by its style. No, no, they are. No, I've literally worn this, not. and uh, the first two times I wore this. The people I met were like, "I want one." No, I got it. They want one because it's it's cool because it's TYT and it, and it, and it, and, it, and, it, and it's a little bit classier than the rest of it. It's like people are like, "Oh yeah, great that," right? Uh -huh. Oh yeah, 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 more better than what they you're used right. to. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So so yeah, but I I don't know that. I mean, it wouldn't like, you know, nobody's like, "Oh man, I want to wear that to a nice restaurant." That's nice. Yeah, where that that's on what a, I do, on a date. Way. This is like my best jacket. That's like your by, date. By night the jacket. way, I have a question for you guys. How long does a list have to be for you to actually be slightly offended and feel bad about yourself when you come in last, right? Like there's Mr. Irrelevant in the NFL draft right. where like 200 guys <laughs> got selected before you, like last out of three. I mean, come on. What were you know, what were really my chances here, right? Um, I don't think that's you didn't get a lot of uh, uh, cracks at the apple, um, if I'm saying that right, or bites at the apple. Yeah, uh, by the way, that's <laughs> right. also now banned. The <laughs> apple community is against it. Uh, but uh, uh, but how I- How long does the list have to be before being last becomes like, hold on. Okay, wait, let's acknowledge that I'm the Brock Purdy of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why people are often saying to me, Jake, you're Purdy. 
But you know, the, even the, even that Mr. Irrelevant is not even what it used to be, of course, right? Because the draft seven yeah. rounds, and the Mr. Irrelevant used to be like a guy taken at the end of the I don't know fifteenth round, at least twelfth, maybe Sheesh. maybe originally fifteen rounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now it's just seven. You know, now it used to you know twenty years ago that Brock Purdy was just taken in the middle of the draft. Yeah, we used to make stuff in this country. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we used to make good old fashioned Mets hats. From people we don't even know, we used to have Bed Bath and Beyonds. So the great thing about that Met hat is because that's Mr. Met sliding into home. That's, that's right. the old school 1970s. You know, meet the Mets, meet the Mets, step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your family, bring your wife, come on down and have the time of your life. Because the Mets yeah. are really like hitting the ball, something, something over the wall, east side, west side. Yeah, everybody's coming down to see the METS New York Mets from New York Town. Yeah. yeah. Are, are we going to get a cease and desist from the Mets for that for that song? <laughs> Look, Ben, you never know. We get a copyright strike because Ben sung it so well. Yeah, they're going to think that it was the original song. So good. It. Yeah, I crushed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Democracy for Sale says LMAO. That's pretty morbid, but I laughed, Jenk. Uh, about the <laughs> <laughs> well, it is what it is. Uh, Pale Blue Dot said, as a mostly native mutt, Waz is right. The most annoying thing is a bunch of white people chanting and doing the tomahawk chop. I couldn't care less about the names. They're usually met with respect, or it is a regional thing. All right, well, there you go. Okay, it is. If Waz well, like, and a random member John's, agree, it's over. St. John's used to be, now I think they're the storm, the red but they storm. used to be the red storm. Mm -hmm. No, they used to, well, they used to, I, I think they're the red storm now. They used to be the red men. That's why they were the red men when I was growing up. Yeah, yep. they were the red men. And now they're the red yeah, storm. I, think, I don't even think they're the red storm anymore. Well, I that, think they're the storm. Hmm. Right, that may oh, be. Let me get well, we, we'll, my crack research team on this. <laughs> and what, but was a good opportunity to plug where you work. Uh, give me all the podcasts, everything. Uh, Ringer.com. Make sure you check out the Ringer NBA show wherever you get your podcasts. If you have even a passing uh, glancing interest in the NBA, you should check out what we do over there. Um, also, Woke Bros, wherever you get your podcast, me and Nando Villa, we talk about politics. All right, makes sense. Hey, you were hey, you were right, man. They're they're back to the red storm. Yeah, I think they were. It was the red men to the red storm. Yeah, and they just sense. hired uh, they just oh. hired Rick Pitino today to be their head head basketball. Coach. Yeah, I saw that it, they hired Pitino, and then he went from Iona. Well, he was sort of shunned. He, he yeah, he got yeah, he got Iona disgraced. Iona was, but he got disgraced. cleared. He's, he got he's, disgraced for what? Just, the recruiting? The, the, oh my God. I mean, recruiting, he's he's sleeping with his assistant coach's wife in a restaurant. I didn't think it was his assistant coach's wife, but uh, yeah, but it, but the, his the, good the, homie, his good friend. It was it was nuts. But the but it was also no the remember it was the it was the assistant coaches getting uh uh, uh, working girls for the recruits and the players. Oh yes, oh. that was that. that was the big thing. But he he got in the whatever the investigation did vindicate him. Although obviously he would have had like a loss of institutional control. But but he uh, but he's cleared now to come back and coach. So he can't. Iona gave him a job. He wanted to go to Georgetown because um, they had an opening after firing Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Took him a long time and. Uh, uh, but they hired a great, they hired they hired a great coach today. They hired uh, 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 Ed Cooley from uh, from Providence to be their head coach. Yeah, um, 
Was I'm curious if uh, what the editorial standard is at the Ringer, for example, right? And you're there, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm asking you about whether it's kosher or not kosher to openly discuss the Wiggins rumors. Uh, about I don't know if you've heard them. Uh, we forward. haven't. We haven't touched it. That's generally not. We try to be. With that kind of stuff, we try to stay away from it. Um, the rumors that we'll touch have to be related to happenings or goings on in the league with firings and hirings and trades um, and whatnot. Now, the, the 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 tawdry details of people's personal lives, we tend not to go after. However, I will say I understand why people are clamoring because when people step away from the team for what the team deems personal stuff, usually it's like a sickness in the family, a death in the family, maybe even the birth of a child. You might miss a day or two or three when your child is being born so you could be there. Um, this is like six, seven weeks, That that's unprecedented. For a guy to voluntarily take off for personal problems for six, seven weeks. Like this is this is unprecedented territory. So while we wouldn't necessarily go into what's being said out there, um, I understand why people are now like, yo, what is going on? He hasn't been to work. He gets paid 35 million bucks a year. And he's basically like, I can't come to work. And they're not finding him. They're just like straight up, it's fine if you stay home. People want to know what that is because he's really important to the team. And he's one of their highest paid players. And the team is struggling. So like you add all of those things in, the unprecedented nature, his stature on the team, um, and the fact that the team is not having any success right now. I understand why people are going nuts over this thing. Yeah. The, the, the girlfriend finally spoke today. So the, now the story has moved into... Oh, did she? What yeah. did she say? She said the internet is a sick place. Don't believe everything you read, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. They, I mean, they were accusing her of some pretty yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funny because I, I didn't know anything about the story. But of course, when I saw don't report the story, I was like, well, don't report what story? Right? So you go, no, no. you find it. And then what you find is a series of videos made by guys in Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> who, act, who act like they actually they're really well sourced. Hey, yeah. what I have learned no, is not. that, and then they yeah yeah. And you're like, so oh, guys, yeah. I'm going to get out of the topic because no, I, was no, I was curious not, about I wasn't it. Gonna repeat but it, yeah. but the reason why we're not saying it is because it's very likely not true. And not true. Yeah. yeah. So then, don't worry about and it. It's definitely it's a BS no, rumor. It's definitely none of our business until they you know at some point because they probably can't help because of the high profile nature of his job and the amount of money he makes and the fact that the you know the warriors are the defending champs and the, their storylines can be very hard for him to not talk about it but you know but that is obviously up to him and he's yeah. not like us and also, because he's canadian also i, I think he's <laughs> probably far more decent than the rest of us yeah i i think a different organization might be handling this differently Definitely, yeah. right or wrong i don't know but the Warriors have chosen to support him in this whole thing. There are other organizations within the NBA that would have started getting antsy a while ago and tried to start putting public pressure on the guy to come back. So Golden State, their assessment is that they need they want him to come back when he's ready 
to come back. Yeah, the number of people they've been patient with is like, I want to work for the Warriors. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, that is a, that is a good place to work. You can't yeah. coach all year because your back hurts, and I, I mean, clearly it was, you know, it, yeah. surgery. It was, it was legit. But they're like, yeah. there's no problem. Let's get somebody else to coach this year, and then you come back to your job when you're ready. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, well, you're back. We won another championship. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, oh, by the way, by I don't know that we wouldn't have won a championship if you were here that year, but that's eh, okay. Don't worry yeah. about it. No, I mean, like <laughs> Draymond Green punches uh, uh, Jordan Poole, yeah. like you know, and they're like, hey, no, we'll settle this internally, and then they did, and now they're fine. Yeah. You know, they're. Uh, they're Good. kind of, yeah, yeah they're kind yeah, of an amazing yeah, organization yeah. for sure. What was the random thing you were going to bring up uh, so 33 I, minutes ago? I travel a ton and I fly into different time zones and uh, mostly, you know, mostly obviously the East Coast. And I don't sleep that well when under any kind of duress, right? I have to get up early. And certainly then when the time changes, it messes me up. I don't want to pretend I am, uh, I am affected by my internal body clock and I sleep horribly on the East Coast, and I spend like 22% of my work life on the East Coast, right? It's, it's a problem, right? I take pills, I try to, and I panic about taking too many pills, and that, 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 that's a mess, right? But this year, more than any other year, there has been this reaction to daylight savings time where people can't handle it, and I'm calling them on it. No, it's an hour, adjust. You have seven months to adjust to it. It takes two days. Like the notion yeah. that people are like, I've been off. I'm out of whack since daylight savings because all of a sudden I thought it was 6.30 and it's 7.30. You know? So when, when I was a kid uh, and I used to travel to Turkey in the summers, right? That's a big difference. That's like a seven, eight hour difference. Yeah. And uh, and. I still, it didn't bother me one bit. I'd fall right asleep when it was nighttime, get up in the morning. Yeah, well, I didn't even understand what jet lag was. Like they, I, I heard that word dozens, maybe hundreds of times without even understanding what they were talking about. Uh, but now that I'm older, I definitely get jet lagged when I go on an international trip, for sure. I don't think I get jet, jet lag going to the East Coast. But when you boil it down to an hour for daylight savings, who's the who are the whiny people stays, making a big deal? And then it stays that way for seven months. Like, <laughs> come on, it's it I'll say, complaining about daylight savings time, sleep is stupid. But complaining about the underlying logic of daylight savings, so completely that's a different. Valid. That's a different. That's a different <laughs> thing. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, every I'm no actually. That. It's actually fairly clear, right? I mean, we we all agree. Let's keep more daylight and do it all year. Like this changing times is no, the really changing goofy. times is stupid, but we can handle it. Oh, for uh, yeah, sure, we yeah. all agree. Yeah, we yeah, we can yeah, all handle yeah. it. Yeah, but why should we? Yeah, and I don't generally, you know, I'm a parent now. I don't want to tell people to toughen up, but toughen up. Like yeah, no, like no. I'll I, give you, I'll give you Sunday, and I'm going to throw you a bone. I'll give you Monday at work to complain oh, about well, it. Oh, it's fair. Yeah. What a what a fair guy. But by Tuesday, get your act together, man. Oh, Toughen I thought you were going to say something. You know, get your ass no, out of bed I, and move on with your life. Yeah, but like, yeah, you get your beer body caught. You're going to eat, 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 eat. You might be hungry for an hour. It's okay. You'll be all right. Yeah, oh my yeah. God! I, the good news is I have not heard anyone. They're still talking about, about it. It's been two weeks. Are you serious? Yeah, oh no, you got to yeah, move yeah. on with your life. Yeah. So but what's funny is that my son, who's twelve, um, says, "Dad, why don't why doesn't any politician just try to get rid of daylight savings time? They'd be so popular." 
I mean, get rid of the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like get rid of the the, the one we shouldn't well, have. It would be it would be it would be dark for a long time in the in the winter if we did that. I mean, it would like you'd be it'd be seven o'clock in the morning. It would be dark. Like that's part of the problem. So you know, safety, getting kids to school. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I think he makes a compelling point. No, no, he does. Yeah, yeah. And so what I told him was how to get it done in politics. And I said, if you do that between now and when you apply to college and you actually do the things I'm telling you to do and it works, oh, you can get into any college and you don't have to worry about your grades. That's true. You know, you say, oh, yeah, B minus, B plus. Yeah, we took he the, got a law passed we got in the, America, we got which the daily, is nearly impossible. We got the daily savings kit in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Princeton uh. could use a guy like Pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, you guys, are you remotely curious as to how you we could get that done? No. Okay, fair. Was remotely interested or no? Sure. Ah, I'm willing to hear Waz. anything. Was is such a sucker. Legislation <laughs> in America. Wrong answer, Was. Okay, how do we do it, Jake? <laughs> yeah. uh, I told him go find corporations that would benefit from an extra hour of sunlight. Go tell them, hey, you guys will make more money. You'll make, I did the calculation, $35 million more a year. If there's an extra hour of sunlight, I don't know what those companies are, but I'm sure that some companies exist like yeah, that. Just for the record, extra hour of sunlight in the evening. Just they in the evening. we can't create more sunlight. Yeah. Well, if you could do that, <laughs> right. you're definitely getting into Harvard. <laughs> but uh, but uh, extra sunlight in the evening, and um, and then get a bunch of them together and have them lobby. Pass it right away. Okay, you just have to make well, them aware. But wait a second, Jake. Wouldn't big suntanning bed industry lobby get in the way of this? They throw themselves in front of this. Like, no, our sun, our tanning bed business will go under if people have actual sun. No, but that's the hilarious <laughs> so you, part. And then spray tan would join in on it. No, but that, I mean that's what's so funny about American politics. I think you're you're probably not overly wrong, even yeah. though you're kidding. Uh, and so you would have like the the action parks presumably want more sunlight in the evening, right? The action parks, like you know Disneyland, uh, Great Adventure, yeah, Six, Flags. Park, Six Flags, right? Who calls them Theme. action parks? <laughs> oh, I just made that up. Well, yeah, what are they called? Amusement parks. Uh, that sounds like too young. Huh? Theme parks, theme parks, amusement parks. Uh, no, theme parks. parks. They're not called action parks. They're definitely <laughs> they are now. not called okay, action parks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So the the big action versus <laughs> big suntan, K lobby fight would be hilarious. In fact, this conversation alone might spark it because then a Republican or Democrat that listens goes, "Ooh, we can get campaign contributions from both sides." Both. <laughs> okay, now we're having a conversation. Well, here's what uh, the people uh, generally, I think, that 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 uh, it's farmers who don't want it. So there's a actually pretty powerful lobby against it. Oh, okay, then never mind. Yeah. You're going to have to get pro a new project. <laughs> yeah, because you can't, <laughs> right, because they have money. Okay, yeah. I'm curious if you guys agree with me, super random. Uh, if you want to make tons and tons, piles of cash these days, what school should you go to? Uh, I would assume it's the same schools: Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Stanford. I think maybe the, the 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 Caltech, the MIT, that world. Yeah. So MIT? I'm going to ask you to pick one. I'll go with MIT. 
I'll go with Caltech because it's out here, closer to, to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Okay. Harvard, Harvard. for sure. Okay. Uh, I think Ben is closer. Stanford. Unquestionably yeah, right, Stanford. Yeah, it's a, I, I, right, I, I, the epicenter of Silicon Valley. It, it's a, Stanford is a combination of Caltech and Harvard. Yeah. yeah that's right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. You guys are both wrong, but yeah. kind of right. Yeah. Okay. You take Caltech and Harvard, <laughs> smoosh them together, you have Stanford. Right. And then put okay. it next to Silicon Valley. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, yeah, I think that's right. The uh, but I want to go back because I made a first of all, nobody got the risky business joke with Stanford could use a guy. I mean, Princeton could use a guy like Pro. Oh uh, yeah, well that's um, too old. It's uh, too even uh, for old school. It's too old. It for was old too school. old a reference and um, went right past. But I want to because we're not before we get this is good. We're still talking about colleges. Let's talk about Princeton. Wash just mentioned Princeton. We're talking about basketball. So this isn't really a basketball conversation. This is a rooting conversation because even people who don't know anything about college basketball pay attention to the NCAA tournament. And it's a, it marks a change in my life that I attribute somewhat to the Young Turks, hmm. to the, and the, and the, the mm. being in this. this I already world. know where you're going with uh, this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I love it. So because, I know. Well, t- thirty years ago, when I was already a grown-up, which is outrageous, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and Princeton or Penn or Harvard was in the NCAA tournament. Remember, when they almost beat Georgetown. They were almost the first 16 seed to beat a one seed mm-hmm. in I don't know 80 something. Right, at 88, I think Alonzo Mourning, Georgetown, 88, 89. And they were they led or retired in the last minute of the game. And I was rooting for Princeton because it was Princeton, right? Even though, even when I was a young man, I was like, mm, I don't like it that it's these white guys against these black guys and I'm mm. rooting for the white guys. But it's the 16th season, the underdog. That sports feeling just takes over, right? Mm-hmm. But even, and for a few, but now, I not only hate when Princeton beats anyone in the NCAA. Hate it, right? <laughs> I mean, I wanted Arizona to win so badly, and I hate Arizona. Like, they're UCLA's arch enemy. I hate them. I hate every kid who went there except Steve Kerr. Um, and uh, and then Missouri, I'm like, oh, don't beat Missouri. It drove me insane that Princeton was winning that game. And I hate the people who root for Princeton. Okay, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Is that because like Princeton is frou frou and well, it's Princeton is particularly they're not underdogs. That's right. They're, they're not they're underdogs not in anything except basketball. Underdogs. Right. The world that's is it. like yeah, that's right. They're playing against actual underdogs who happen to be good at basketball. That's right. Right. That's right. <laughs> like this, you are not an underdog in any meaningful sense of that word or term if you are at Princeton. No matter who you are, what your race is, you're no longer you no longer get to call yourself an underdog. You can call yourself an overachiever. You can call yourself, um, you know, I'm I'm so a part of the meritocracy. You can use any of that. You are no longer an underdog. You're an overdog. That's right. In life. That's right. Period. And so it's that sort of entering that, which I would never, of course, even thought of that, right? When I was same. Younger. Yeah. Same. Um, you know, yeah, before it was like, oh, look at the little Princeton kids and their little backdoor cuts. Their backdoor cuts, you know? <laughs> uh, no, you guys are making a stunningly good point. Yeah. Uh, and, and one I have not heard anywhere else. And that's, uh, I commend you. A hat's off. <laughs> Ben's hat off to both of you and guys. Obviously, I give, uh, I pardon the people who I like in the world who actually went to the particular <laughs> school. 
Of course. So right. like it's easy to start oh, with you can be you can be a fine person and not be an underdog. Like all of our fine people aren't all underdogs. Yeah, no, I just yeah, mean, no, like, there is like, one know? there is one person who went to Princeton who I think we'll all agree was an underdog. Ted Cruz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after his dad kills JFK, mm -hmm. he still manages to get into Princeton and become a United States Senator. It's amazing. And especially after he then be Killed all those other people as a Zodiac killer, and then no, but seriously, uh, uh, Sonia Sotomayor <laughs> went to prison. Yeah, look, man, like that guy, the guy on CNN, the, the Eddie Goud. I don't know how to say his last name. No, uh, I don't he even know. He's on who MSNBC. He is. He's great. He's awesome. He's so heartfelt. He fights. Oh, he's really is he good. The, like the the chubby Irish dude? No, 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 no. Black guy, glasses. No, and, he's and, black guy. He's moving. And Kevin Cruz, a history professor, who I thought like those guys either teach there or went there. Pass. I get it. You get to root for Princeton in the NCAA tournament, but nobody else does. Nobody's like, oh, I love that Princeton's beating Missouri. I'm not. We're not friends. We're not friends. That's okay. That's an interesting point. A good point, right? If you're Sonia Sotomayor, by all means, root yeah, for Princeton. Have at it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. That sure. makes sense, right? If you're a random person who's like, I just wish Princeton could get something done for once. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Fairly Dickinson, which beat Purdue. Underdogs. Yeah. It's just a, it's okay. just a little college Perception. in New Jersey. Genuine yeah. underdogs. Yeah, genuine yeah. underdogs, yeah. yeah. So I grew up in Jersey. Fairleigh Dickinson had a nickname in Jersey. I'm not sure if you, the rest of the country knows it. Is, does everybody know it or no? No. Okay, okay. so in, in Jersey, we called it fairly ridiculous. Oh, yeah, my wife called it that. That's right. See, because she, she's she from Jersey. It. She's from Jersey. Right. She knew it, yeah, that's right. So everybody from Jersey is like, fairly ridiculous is winning. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Those guys are underdogs. When you the nickname of your school is yes. fairly ridiculous, Okay, you're an underdog. Yeah, and and those are two schools from New Jersey, Fairleigh right. Dickinson and Princeton. Yeah, and there is a world of difference between them. That's right. Yeah. Man, right. listen. Yeah. Okay, but like what I was gonna say is the perceptions are a funny thing, right? Because I feel like Penn is not the same as Princeton. That people could root for Penn, but if you instead of Penn, but I'm I'm curious what you guys think about that. But if you, instead of Penn, you said Wharton. No, then you get the Princeton rule. Morrison. All yeah. right. No, no, no. Penn is, yeah, 100%. Wharton, Princeton is oddly even more than Harvard and Yale. The worst of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Princeton's There's the worst something of it. so why do you, why do you snobby that, about man? Princeton. There's something so insufferable about people who went to Princeton. There's something so, that, but it, I mean, again, these are little tiny gradations of insufferability. Yeah. But, but in the end, there is no Ivy League school, which I would tolerate rooting for unless you went there. Like, you could root for Penn. Have yeah, it, right. But Penn doesn't feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe because it's it's I went there so long ago and it wasn't considered as good a school back then. No, and it's it matters that it's you know it's in Philly. You know these little yeah Philly. these little but, things. But again, so Penn and might, it doesn't have a snooty name. No, Penn doesn't have like a snooty Dartmouth name. is oh, like oh, such Dartmouth. an unbelievably <laughs> unbearably snooty name. Penn's like oh yeah. Penn. No, people who went to Dartmouth, they're not even allowed to root for Dartmouth. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Yeah. By the way, I, I'm. I could be proven wrong, but I'm not sure a good person has ever gone to Dartmouth. So, like, yeah. there's, I think it's like no, I got white. Dinesh D'Souza and all those, like, douche, douchiest of the douche people went to Dartmouth. I don't know how this one goes. Jake Tapper went to Dartmouth. Well, okay. Uh, um, yeah, for you. I like, I like him. Uh, I know you like him, but I, I haven't moved on my position yet. Uh, the, uh, I, a friend of mine went to Dartmouth. He's a, he's a, he's a good guy. 
Oh, okay. You'd like it. All right, fair. By the way, I mean, like, look, we're all kidding around about all this, obviously, because I, I did actually, I started at Penn, I finished at Warden. It's all the same thing anyway. It's undergrad, but there's nothing worse than Warden. Like we're we. <laughs> right, I mean, like Trump and every the, white collar criminal in American history went to war. The Ivy League schools that are the least um, offensive are Penn and Brown. Brown, uh, maybe Cornell. No, Cornell is. What about what about Columbia? Because I, w- I was at a party one time and Nando was making fun of our friend Daniel Bessner and saying that Columbia is. The lowest grade Ivy. <laughs> okay, so that's definitely not true. Also into Columbia. Uh, I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. No, I don't no, think so. No, I just not. found the idea funny. You know what I mean? Like, so, just uh, like the conversation we had. At what, like, at what point does last place in something stop mattering? Right? Like, if you're the last place Ivy, you're the, right. You're you can the, still argue you're the, the eighth best school. Rate. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. But also, I love that. Also, we divide the Ivy League schools up as if they're there's just a sports conference, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's all perception. Right. That's what we it's started. All, with, it's all perception. Right? Yeah. Like Penn seems kind of halfway okay. Wharton seems terrible. It's the same right. freaking school in in essence. So right? when we were different divisions so of the school. In 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 my crowd of, of of friends in high school, Penn was definitely considered the lowest of the Ivy League schools. When we were going, for sure. Really? It was called it was called the armpit of the Ivy League when I yeah. went. Yeah. yeah. So and, and now wow. like skyrocketed. It's like number six or something. When I say I went to Penn, parents who are trying to get their kids into school, that very specific demographic are like, whoa. And they're like, they start like being really nice to me. Like they're wondering if I could write a letter of recommendation. Of like course. I feel like I feel like a tangible change in attitude, and I haven't donated a dollar to Penn, so I'm like, you don't want my recommendation. I'll probably count against. Yeah, I would say that, but I guess it has. I don't know what the deal is now, but but uh, I mean, it's funny. You, you, the you can't. The highest you can rise is fourth. Mm-hmm. Like the top three are impenetrable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the top yeah. Yeah, I don't even think. Yeah, this is a nonsense conversation. No, They're no, all totally- amazing, and I love Waz's rule. The most relevant part of this conversation is. What's the cutoff yeah. for number of people in a group where being the worst is no longer relevant?